0: Psalm 50, verse 1 through 6. The mighty God, even the Lord, hath spoken, and called the earth from the rising of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shined. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. A fire shall devour before him, and it shall be very temptuous round about him. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice, and the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Stay with us tonight as we examine Jehovah Sikkenu. Welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study on behalf of our senior pastor, the Reverend Paul G. Kiggins and the Master's House. We're so glad that you tuned in with us tonight. We want to welcome our host, guest host, special host, co-host.
1: Special co-guest host.
0: Special, there we go. Uh, Corey, our youth director here at the Master's House. So glad that you joined us again. And thank you, everyone out there. We want to enjoy this final study of the compound names of God in this series. But before we get into this, we want to go before the Lord in prayer, asking God's blessing over our meeting tonight and this that God would minister into our hearts. If you have a special prayer request, please send those to prayer at mastershouse.org or just click on the link below. So Corey, would you take us before the Lord at this time, asking God to bless us tonight?
1: Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord, that that you would set aside time, Lord, that we could come together, Lord, that we would open up your word, Lord, and then we would Be able, Lord, to take this word in, Lord, take it into our hearts, Lord, into our minds, and into our lives, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would go before us, Lord, that you would till the soil of our hearts, Lord, that you would open our eyes, Lord, that we would receive your wisdom, Lord, that we would receive your word, Lord, and that it would take root into our hearts, O Lord, and that it would begin to make a change in us, Lord, and a change in our lives, dear Jesus. We just thank you, Lord, for this time, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, for this word, O Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us and continue to do. Your most precious. In holy name Jesus, Lord, we pray these things. Amen. Amen. So,
0: again, like I said, this is our final lesson on the names of God. And I hope it's been a blessing to you as much as it's been a blessing to us to, to share these lessons. Um, but what I want to do tonight is something a little different. I'd like for us to maybe play a game so are you up for a game i think so a little game Uh, so we've all been studying uh these compound names so uh here's what we want to do um and you guys can keep score at home but i'm going to say the name a compound name Mm -hmm. and then you have to tell us what that name means or represents (laughs) or that that character of god okay okay and so uh you at home. You keep score. Every time you get one right, you know you you mark yourself down as a point. If you are able to answer before Corey does, then you're you can give yourself an extra point. And then we'll tally up the points and see see who wins at the end. Okay. All right. So okay. you you up for it? Yep. For an example, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll say Jehovah Jireh. Okay. And then you would be like, oh man, oh, uh, the Lord will see what the Lord will provide. Okay. And I'll be like, oh, that's, mm, that's right. Point. Okay. 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 And if you were able out there to beat him, then you get, and you had the right answer. Yeah. Then you get uh, two points. So, are you ready? You sure? You ready? I now, so. I, I cannot promise that I am going to pronounce these correctly. So these are going to be in uh, Thomas Phonetical English, <laughs> you know the best the best that I can. Yes. So, all right. So ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, you pumped? Without, but it's without looking. If you do your best without looking, if you got to sneak a peek, you can sneak a peek. But, Corey, you can't. Okay. Because we can't tell if somebody at home is sneaking a peek. That's true. Yeah. So it's
1: open notes for them. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Ready? Yes.
0: By the way, it always begins with Jehovah. Just give you a clue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good hint. Thank you. Ready? So. Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that heals. Is that correct? That's, That's correct. Okay. That's one point. <laughs> you could, I think. All right. Okay. How'd you guys do out there, right? You, you still with this? Man, he was, he was fast. He was ready. Right. He was All on right, that. Right. All right. All right. Jehovah Nisi.
1: This is one of ours. Yes. The Lord, our, our banner. That is correct. okay
0: all right, did you guys get him? Did you beat him Two points? so right now you have two points, right, two points. I forgot to bring something to man i are you a hold two over here okay but if we, if we I guess if we get higher than 10, I'll have to pull up my take my shoe off or something all right, so uh Jehovah Kana
1: okay, so the Lord is a jealous God
0: that's correct. yeah did you guys get that out there? Jehovah Kana, the Lord is a jealous God. All right. Jehovah
1: Shalom. The Lord is peace.
0: Oh, that's correct. Okay. Good job. Wait a minute. So that's four? That's four. All right.
1: Three. How four. are you guys doing out there? All right. Jehovah M'kadesh. Mkadesh. That's the Lord that sanctifies.
0: Oh man. I'm not going to trip you up tonight,
1: anyway. No. Alright. So, Jehovah Shaphat. Jehovah Shaphat, that's the Lord, our judge. Oh, man, you were doing so great, mm, and you was.
0: continue to do great. Right, okay, wait, I was like, really? Right. I really thought, uh, I was like, because right. that was one of ours yep. too. Jehovah, the Lord, our judge. All right, Jehovah, say
1: both. This is the one. This is a tough one to say. Yes. Say off. Say both. This is the Lord, our host. Yes. Okay, because it's the O. Yeah. So the O host, It's the host. host. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right,
0: good connection there. How are you guys doing out there? You guys staying up? Are you, are you, are you, are you getting them quick like this, like that? And you got, the, you got the points you need? All right, this is the one that I pronounce five to six different ways, which that probably is clue enough.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I know which one That's it is That's probably clue enough right there, but me just saying that, all <laughs> yep. right? Uh,
0: Jehovah El Yon. Oh. <gasps> The Lord Most High. That's right. And I think I even said it right this time. Because yeah, I, think you did, I yeah. always like to say Ellie. Ellie. I don't know how you guys like to do it at home. Yep. I always like to say Elion, but it's mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. So how are you guys doing? You guys you guys giving Cory a run for his money here? So alright, here we go. Uh Ready? hmm Jehovah Ra. This was the
1: Rah. most recent one.
0: Oh, man, you guys got a chance right here. You got a chance to steal the board. Oh, my goodness. You can get some points. Look at the smoke coming out of his ears.
1: Here's the most recent one. It's right there on the tip of your. <laughs> Brother Garrett. Tongue. Brother just I think it. Brother
0: Hal talked about this. Mm-hmm. Brother Garrett. Because I know it wasn't us. <laughs> it wasn't us. That's
1: a, pro- <laughs> that's a problem. It's yeah. not that I don't pay attention. Yeah. It's just that uh, I didn't study it out. You know what? I'm just going to say Jesus. <laughs> Does that count? Jesus is the answer, right? That's, yes, the culmination that's, the, that's the culmination of all of them. So I'm just going to so say, say it Jesus. Jesus, right? Then we're going to give you that one, Thank right? you. you cannot you. take
0: that one away. But just so you guys know, those of you who are playing on. that's the Lord, our shepherd. Okay. So, there we go. Yeah,
1: okay. Shepherd. But all right.
0: And we all know that all yeah. of these are Jesus. So Jesus is the answer. This is so the answer. good job, Corey. Good job, everybody <laughs> out there. You know, uh, Send us a, a a like or a hit or whatever yeah. the but I was gonna say a link or whatever. Let us know what your score was. Let us know if you uh, beat Corey or, or not. It's and it's just that for bragging rights. That's yeah. all it's for. It's and fun. So, but tonight we're looking at Jehovah's canoe, and this is the Lord our righteousness. And it's it's interesting uh, because when when we were reading the. The intro and you and I had this conversation. You know, well, man, when when we start reading these scriptures in the introduction, it makes me think of so, That are we going back to judgment again? Yeah. Because you know, Jehovah Shafat was judgment. But if you if you really pay attention to the scriptures, when you start to look up uh, Jehovah Shafat and uh, Jehovah Siquenu, the two words are almost connected all the time in the scripture, and that's righteousness and judgment, or righteous judge or judge and righteousness, and so. I've really felt that uh, put us together. There's roughly like 79 or 80 scripture references where these two words are actually together. Mm-hmm. But again, tonight we're looking at uh, Jehovah's canoe and everybody wants a judge. That's going to be righteous. Absolutely. And define uh, that for us.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, as we uh, sort of break down these, the definition as we've been doing. Um, so, Jehovah, the, the self-existent one or the eternal one, and then righteousness um, in the Hebrew coming from sodak, uh, its primitive root, uh, to be causatively or to make right in a moral or also a forensic sense. Um, and then as far as the, the King James Version definition goes, um, it also means to cleanse Or to clear self, which was an interesting word I hadn't heard previously, Um, but it also means to be just like justice or uh, to be justified, but then also to become or to turn to righteous or righteousness. But then there's also another version there um, in the Hebrew, which is uh, the sedek, the which comes from uh, the right, which is, you know, to be natural or moral or legal, legal but also um, coming from equity or to be figuratively um, from prosperity. And then again, from King James Version, uh, meaning even or that which is altogether. And again, that justice or causing something to be right or righteous. But then again, we see also there's this sedaka, which is again from the Hebrew, um, meaning rightness and, uh, abstractly it's, it's subjectively, um, or objectively again, that, uh, rectitude, um, or, or justice again, morally having virtue or figuratively of prosperity. And again, the King James version coming again with that justice, uh, being moderate, being moderately, being right, being righteous, and uh, actly, and as well as actness.
0: It's, it's like here's uh, righteousness mm-hmm. and the different facets a, exactly of it that each kind of illuminates something a little bit different, something a little bit more. Kind of hard to pinpoint it down, but it is all of these things. You Correct. know, that's
1: it's one of those words that
0: you know it's hard to just have a one word answer definition for.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Multiple yeah. facets, and yeah. it really does take it from all yeah. of those angles.
0: So the, the scriptural reference found for Jehovah Witnesses can be found in Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter, beginning with the fifth verse, and it reads, "...behold the days come, saith the Lord." That I will raise unto David a righteous branch, and the king shall reign and prosper, and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. In his days Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called, the Lord our righteousness, or Jehovah Sichanu. So this is a very interesting uh, prophecy that Jeremiah is giving here, because. Obviously, Israel, the northern kingdom, is no longer a nation. They've been... captive by the Assyrian nation. And now at this point, I believe the Assyrian nation has been captive by Babylon. And Judah, the southern uh, kingdom, is on the cusp of falling into Babylonian captivity. And so this is a prophecy being declared to them. And this prophecy also talks about the certain days that are going to follow where the children of Israel will no longer say that we are the ones who God has brought out of Egypt— But they'll begin to say, we are the ones that God brought out of the northern countries and all of the countries wherein that uh, he scattered us or scattered them, which basically speaks to the failure of the Israelites to keep the original covenant that God made with them. And with this, God referenced a new covenant that he was going to establish with him with these scriptures. And also, we read this in Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, beginning with the 31st verse, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, that I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts, and I will be their God, And they shall be my people. So, the thing that's very interesting to get out of these prophecies is this is a very direct prophecy concerning Jesus. And he is the righteous branch. He is the king that he's talking about. He is that infilling spirit that brings the law and brings God's word and sets it into our inward parts, written into our heart, which establishes and makes that new covenant. He is our righteousness. And what's interesting about this is because this is such a direct prophecy, if you go back, the other compound names are in reference to a moment of time or God did something or moved in such a way that represented his character. And this is a prophecy looking forward, directly pointing to Jesus and that his name is called Jehovah Sicanu.
1: And what's interesting too is that, you know, Jesus, he is our righteousness. Okay. So if, if he is our righteousness, what about, you know, what happened to my righteousness? Why, why, where did it go? And so um, Romans 5 and 12 says, wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. So at the very beginning of it all, the one person who was very good, Adam, He chose to disobey God. And so in doing so, he brought sin and therefore unrighteousness to humankind. So from the very beginning, sin and unrighteousness has been inherited by all mankind. So we we don't have it. We don't have righteousness. So therefore, God is our righteousness. And it, it
0: doesn't matter what they did back then. It doesn't matter what we do right now or what actions we might take. Even the keeping of the law that was provided from God to Moses, right, does not make somebody righteous just because they're doing certain things or behavior. Because what it doesn't do, whatever behavior I have, it doesn't change the inside. It doesn't cleanse the inner man. And we are not found righteous before God just because I do certain things. And so we need an intercessor, between us and God. In Romans 5:17. 17 through 18, it says, "...for if by one man's offense that you reference death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life." So Jesus is our intercessor, and he's the one who gives us this gift. It's not anything that we can earn, but it's a gift of righteousness that he gives to us.
1: Absolutely. And as Jesus is our intercessor, um, we have to believe in him if we are to receive that gift. So uh, Romans 3 and 22 through 26 says, Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall be there shall no flesh be justified in his sight for by the law is the knowledge of sin but now the righteousness of god without the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of god which is by faith of jesus christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god being justified freely by his grace through the Redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propiti- <laughs> propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. I knew that word was going to trip me up. So,
0: yeah, propitiation or propiti- however yeah, you said propitiation,
1: Yeah, propitiation. Yeah, um, So, but just like you said, the deeds of the law, they cannot make us righteous for us to be justified. We need to understand that we cannot do it. We can't just follow a checklist. Only Jesus can do this. So we have to put our faith in him rather than trust in ourselves and the sacrifices in the law. Or another way of putting that is that we must walk by faith. So the first step towards Jehovah Sidkenu is faith in Jesus and jesus
0: freely giving us this redemption paying the price the wages of our sins upon the cross uh, jesus basically turns the wrath of god's just judgment of our sin by the shedding of his blood paying the ultimate sacrifice and we have access to this with the realization that as you mentioned, we are all sinners in need of salvation, and to believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God who came actually to save us from our sins, to provide us that and be our righteousness. In First John chapter 2, verse 1, it says, My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the Righteous. And he is the propitiation, <laughs> propitiation <laughs> for our sins, and not ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And of course, that famous verse, For God so loved the world, the world, everyone in the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believeth him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So the world is such an interesting place, right? Because the world is full of so many people who don't think that they're sinners. And everybody thinks, I'm good, or I am righteous. And they think this because every night in their living room, there's a little box, or on their computer screen, there's a report, right, of somebody who murders somebody, who steals from uh, little old ladies and pushes them down when they're crossing the street and does all these horrible, uh, abuses people and does all of these things. And they look at themselves and they say, well, I don't do those things. Mm -hmm. You know, I am not a murderer. I'm not a killer. I'm not an abuser. I'm not a stealer whatever label you want to you want to put in that box. But the Scripture straight up says that we have all sin, and it is that nature within us. And basically that righteousness that we think we have is basically a filthy rag. In Isaiah 64, verse 6, it says, But we are all as an unclean thing, and all of our righteousness are as, righteousnesses are as filthy rags. We all do fade as a leaf... And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. So even if for a season or for a moment or for a time, we might even seem to manage to be what we'll consider good, it's not within us to sustain it. Because we, as the scripture said, we fade like a leaf, which is why we need Jesus, who is our righteousness, because Jesus is not going to fade.
1: I think uh, a great example of this is the scribes and the Pharisees um, in the Bible, they were considered to be the righteous ones, right? They were the leaders of the law. But Matthew five twenty says, For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So, even though the scribes and Pharisees had all this knowledge of God's law, it was only a bane show. Because what had they had, had to appear to be righteousness on the outside, it contradicted the truth of what they truly were on the inside. Whereas the righteousness of God comes from within. And then that truth that tr- changes you, that change is then reflected on the outside. So we kind of have, you know, this spectrum,
0: right, where you have these who think they're, they're righteous, the scribes and the Pharisees, and then you kind of have this other group that's on the other side of the spectrum. And, and you've probably heard this, there's so many people that say, hey, well, I'm not religious. I don't uh, follow, I don't go to church or anything, but I'm, but I'm spiritual, And I'm not religious. In Romans 10, verse 3 and 4, it says, For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to him that believeth.
1: Yeah, and I absolutely have heard that. And in this being spiritual there, right, they're essentially a religion unto themselves, right? Because they've they've set their own standard of righteousness based on uh, the, just the situation at hand or what suits them at that specific time. And it reminds me of, uh, and this is an example that I've brought up. Previously, in um, young adults and youth, um, if you've ever noticed where, um, especially if you're you know at work or school or something, and suddenly just one computer, that time will be off. And what happens is this single computer will suddenly decide to switch its clock to the internal clock and away from the clock that runs the entire network and suddenly it can't talk to anything else on the network nothing else works and it's really hard to tell it to switch back to the network clock because it believes that this is the true time and nothing else that it talks to knows what's going on but itself and when in fact it has no idea what's going on. So it's <laughs> yeah. separated. It's completely separated. Yeah. It's an island unto itself and it just in fact isn't functioning at all. And it's um it, it's it's a really great metaphor I think yeah. for for this situation and um you know sort of it, it also just really shows the importance that we mentioned before of walking by faith and understanding where that righteousness lies and that it lies with Jesus and that really can't be understated. Um, and if we continue on in Romans 10, 5 through 11 says... For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. So that computer Mm -hmm. is separated from god's righteousness Mm -hmm. or even
0: the fellowship of righteousness with other believers and has to come to that realization absolutely to speak and confess jesus yeah is is, uh, that's great great example there paul also said in philippians the third chapter verse 8 yea doubtless i count all things but loss for the excellency "...of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ." So all of the things, all of my intellect, all the worldly acc- acclamations, you know, my job, all these things, everything, uh, I count those for loss, those things might be considered righteous in their own right, Paul is saying here, so that he could have Christ and be found in him, found in Jesus, not having my own righteousness, which we've been talking about, which is of the law, but that which is through faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. So righteousness is of God. He is the creator of this world. He is the creator of all things. He is Jehovah. Elion. Elion, I didn't say Elion, right? <laughs> the Most High, He set the
1: standard. He defines what is righteous. Absolutely, and uh, Psalm seventy-one and nineteen, Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Who hast done great things, O God? Who is like unto Thee? Just like you said, Jehovah Elion, the Lord Most High. So no one is like God. And so therefore, no righteousness is like his. And um, yeah, just in case you were wondering, <laughs> no, there's no righteousness like his. <laughs> so basically, we need the Lord Jesus
0: to be that righteousness for us. And we can't stand before a holy God. We can't Uh, have a relationship with a holy God without Jesus. In 1 Corinthians, the first chapter in the 29th verse, that no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord, in
1: the Lord Jesus, our righteousness, not in our own. And then 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Jesus took on our sin, though he committed no sin, so that we might be seen as righteous before God. And it's, I mean, it's just so wonderful. Yeah, it is. And I...
0: I th- I was thinking in, in in terms like this and you and I had this conversation a, a few weeks ago and I thought I would just share it you what we talked about but it's like we're we're standing in court before Jehovah Shafat, mm-hmm. right the lord the judge right and straight up we're guilty yeah. <laughs> right yeah. all the evidence points to a guilty verdict right there's no there's no hiding it <laughs> there's nothing but I think Thank you, Jesus, for Jesus, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Amen. <laughs> uh, because they're standing in the courtroom, right next to us, is the wonderful Counselor, mm-hmm. is the Advocate, yeah. right, arguing on our behalf, right, pleading. You know, the judge asks, "What? You know, how do you plead?" And and you know, I'm confess, I'm guilty. But he, on our behalf, intercedes and pleads, we plead, the blood of Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? That we become the righteousness of God in the scripture that you just shared. So now we have uh, the judge who no longer sees our sin, but now sees the righteousness of the blood that Jesus shed for us. He is Jehovah Sikkenu. Jesus is the Lord, our righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so to to wrap this up tonight, uh, I just want to read some scriptures, and just leave you with these scriptures for you to contemplate on your own. In Isaiah, the 51st chapter, beginning with the fifth verse, My righteousness is near, my salvation is gone forth, and my arm shall judge the people. The isle shall wait upon me, and on mine arm they shall trust. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, and look upon the earth beneath, for the heavens shall vanish away like a... Smoke, and the earth shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be abolished. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear ye not the reproach of men, neither be ye afraid of their revelings, for the moth. Shall eat them up like a garment, and the worm shall eat them like wool. But my righteousness shall be forever, and my salvation from generation to generation. Amen. Are you thankful for that? For God's righteousness, Jesus our righteousness, is forever. And all we have to do is accept him into our hearts and be filled with his spirit. And at that moment, you know, it is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment will be the righteousness of God because he made him to be our sin and to pay that price. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, God bless you. We hope something that we have said during this entire study has opened up your hearts and your minds to the goodness of God, to the goodness of Jesus. He is our Savior. He is our everything. He is all of these things. If you have a special prayer request, please send out those prayer requests to masterhouse.org or hit the button at the bottom of the link. Corey, would you take us before the Lord in prayer and thanksgiving that we have Jesus, this advocate who will be the righteousness for us, that he would minister to these special needs tonight, that he would bless. We are kicking off a brand new study. I believe we're going to, we've already studied 1 Corinthians. I think we're going to go into 2 Corinthians, uh, this next study. So looking forward to that. So Continue to check in with us because we're having a great time studying God's word. So Corey, on behalf of our senior pastor in the Master South, thank you so much, Corey, Would you ask God's benediction over this Bible study?
1: Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, we're we're just so thankful for you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for Lord, the the many aspects, Lord, Lord, that you have shared, Lord, of, of yourself, oh Lord, that you have shown, Lord, unto your people, Lord lord your your peace your mercy lord your judgment lord your love oh lord your grace oh lord your strength oh lord and we just pray oh lord that lord that she would continue to be with your people lord that she would continue oh lord to to share all those aspects of us oh, with us oh lord and we just thank you lord for every single one of them oh lord and we thank you lord that Lord, that you've given us your word, Lord, that we might know more of you, O oh Lord, and we are just so thankful for that this night, dear Jesus, and we're just so thankful, Lord, that, Lord, that you've set aside time, O oh Lord, that you've set aside, Lord, a place, O oh Lord, that we might gather together, Lord, to to come together, Lord, to, to learn these things, Lord, and discuss these things, Lord, that we might come to know you better, dear Jesus, and we just pray, O oh Lord, that you would continue, Lord, to, to teach us and, and fill us, O oh Lord. Pray, Lord, to uh, you would continue to gather your people together, Lord. A special blessing, O oh Lord, for, for our shepherd, oh Lord, and for his family, Lord. And, and, Lord, pray that you would just continue to move, Lord, throughout all of these Bible studies, dear Jesus. Pray, Lord, that you would gather your people together, Lord, in your house, Lord, at your next appointed service, dear Jesus. And we just lift up your most holy and precious name this night. In your holy, wonderful name of Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. Amen. We will see you
0: next year for Bible study. Go back. Check out what we did in 2023. We have so many great Bible studies coming in 2024. Looking forward to another great year studying God's Word. God bless you and good night.